Hello. You are about to travel through the sixth dimension. In its fullness exists cinema entertainment that creates many forms, all while maintaining the same purpose, to tell and explore magnificent stories of the burden of existence. This is a dimension of imagination. Your hosts, Adam and Bailey, will do their best to guide you through vast perspectives in cinema that create new dimensions for all to admire. Welcome to AB Cinema. Hello and welcome to AB Cinema. Today is Friday, October 21st, and I am delivering you guys my review for Black Adam, which stars Dwayne Johnson as Teth Adam, or Black Adam, Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate, Aldous Hodge as Hawkman, Noah Centineo as Adam Smasher, Quintessa Swindella Cyclone, and Sarah Shahi as Adriana Tomas. Or Tomas. My initial reaction to this movie is that 15 years ago, Dwayne Johnson was originally cast as Black Adam, which, for fans of Dwayne Johnson, is the equivalent of 55 Dwayne Johnson movies. Black Adam is officially released in theaters today. This movie, quite honestly, feels like it belongs in the year 2007, where it should stay. So, I'm going to be heading into spoiler ter territory with my review. So, if you are not wanting to listen to the full breakdown of my thoughts on this movie, uh, then turn off this podcast and come back and listen to it after you see this movie. So, I want to start with the standout actors. Noah Centineo was really fun as Adam Smasher, and I really enjoyed his performance in this role, even though it was very small. And I let me just go down the list of what I have about what I loved about this character. I loved the little cameo that we got from Henry Winkler as Adam Smasher's uncle, Al. It made me chuckle a little bit and made me think that there's more in store for Henry Winkler and Noah Centineo as this um, uncle and nephew. Uh, story. So who knows what we'll see. I'd love to personally see a spinoff of Adam Smasher with his uncle telling him the new Adam Smasher about stories of his time being in the Justice Society. Or even a spinoff of him and Cyclone would have been great. It was really fun to see him try to flirt with Cyclone for a couple of scenes and I think that their dynamic was really fun. And it made me chuckle a couple of times. And a lot of com people are going to compare this to like a mixture of Spider-Man and Ant-Man. They're not necessarily wrong, but I do feel like his performance really separates him from those, those characters. I, I can't put my finger on what it is exactly, but I'm just curious to see how this is going to go um, moving forward to see him embody and embrace this character in other projects so we'll just have to wait and see before we really make any real comparisons to the three characters um i i feel like he was underutilized and so is cyclone those two characters were probably the least they were they were in the movie the least and one of the funny things that i thought about adam smasher 
was there's a scene where the JSA, the Justice Society of America, shows up to Black Adam, and they're going into this this uh, castle essentially where Black Adam is, and we go there like six times th- throughout this whole movie. It's just a very repetitive movie, but that's not the point. When they're going into the building, everyone is there except for Adam Smasher, and then all of a sudden he's there and he's eating like chicken wings or something. I don't know what he was having, but it looked like KFC bucket. But that's just a minor gripe, a minor discrepancy within the the movie. I don't know if it it's necessarily a plot hole or whatever it is, but I I didn't really care for it. It, it threw it took me out of the movie for a minute. But moving on to another standout character, Pierce Brosnan. I thought he was a great addition to the cast. He was very stoic and wise. I I enjoyed his his visions that he had and the way that his powers were portrayed. And I feel like this movie would have been been better with a lead up to this about how, uh, specifically about the characters that we meet in the film. I I think it would have lent itself to more of an emotional storyline between the Justice Society and what brought this this team together in in some way even though we got like a quick 10 minute not even 10 minutes it was probably less than three minutes of introductions to all these characters and i felt like there was a lot of history between dr fate and hawkman and their scenes felt like they were missing something and i think that what they were missing was chemistry honestly like you could tell they had history and I, I wouldn't say chemistry, because I feel like Aldous Hodge and Pierce Brosnan did have good chemistry, but I felt like there was a lack of story and interaction between these two characters. Instead, we just got quick quick uh, lines of them saying that they, they've been working together for quite a long time, or I'm... Like, when Pierce Brosnan's Dr. Fate passes away, he says, I'm, I'm going to miss you, buddy, or I'll see you soon, buddy. And it's like, you can tell that there's a missing relationship there that we didn't get to see drawn out. And now I don't know if we're going to get that because his character is dead in the DC Universe. So I don't know if we're going to get a prequel about the Justice Society of America or what's going to happen with that. but. I hope it's not a prequel. I hope we get the story moving forward rather than going back in time. They're not in a position to do that at this point. And so I hope that we get a story going forward, even though I would have loved to see more interaction between Dr. Fate and Hawkman. I will say that there were some actors that missed the mark for me. And I'll go down the list of two actors specifically. Aldous Hodge as Hawkman was the exact same in every single scene with Black Adam. And I feel like the dialogue was just retreading the same water over and over again. It was just constant like we we can't we can't kill people and then Hawkman is or Hawkman says we can't kill people like you got to stop doing that. And then Dwayne Johnson comes in and says, I am no hero. And it was just the same thing over and over again. It really bothered me. But 
I could tell that Aldous Hodge had charisma and was really into this role, and it felt like he had put this shell over his character to keep himself from being vulnerable, which I think in turn created a barrier between him and the audience. I didn't feel any connection to him as a character. I didn't feel any, like when Dr. Fate said that Hawkman was going to die, I didn't feel any loss. I was like, okay, whatever, let's, let's see him die. And then Dr. Fate sacrifices himself instead. But I, I just thought that I didn't feel any connection to this character. I didn't really care to see more of him. And I feel like it would have been really great to see and really neat to get just some dialogue to help us understand why he has this barrier. Like maybe he lost someone close to him that he loved or explain a little bit of the pain that he feels to to give us some substance for for what he's feeling so that the audience can actually connect to him. And I think that's one of the big things and one of the downfalls of this movie is that there was a lack of connection and humanity to a lot of these characters. Like, the most realistic characters in this movie were Dr. Fate, Adam Smasher, and Cyclone. Those three characters are the only ones that I really felt a connection to, which is sad because they weren't even the main part of the movie. But let me continue. Dwayne Johnson as Teth Adam, or Black Adam, wasn't bad, but his dialogue, like I said, was retreading the same thing over and over again. I felt like they just recorded the same dialogue in different settings, and they were like, okay, we're, we're going to shove this down the audience's throats, because they don't know that Black Adam isn't a hero. And so... We got two hours of him saying, I am no hero, with an emotional story reveal at the end to give a little bit of substance as to why he is no hero. And I feel like this had an opportunity to be a really powerful story. We already got the message that his son sacrificed himself for Black Adam. And I, which. They should have left that for the movie, but at the same time, it took two hours to find that out, find out something that we already knew, and it just felt like they should have started the movie off with, with his son sacrificing himself and showing what that was, but instead we didn't. We got this scene teasing that Black Adam is this kid, but it's it's not. That that was his son, and so I just. I feel like there was something missing, and I was really hoping for a lot more emotional stakes in this movie, but instead we got an anti-hero who isn't a hero. And by the way, he isn't a hero. If you didn't catch that from the 12 times that they said that in the movie, it, it's honestly, it's really funny that they said it as much as they did in this movie, because... Ever since Dwayne Johnson came out at San Diego Comic-Con and said, or not San Diego Comic-Con, I believe it was DC Fandom, that he came out and said the, the hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about to change. And he said it over and over again for like the last three years. 
and now in this movie we get I Am No Hero about 12 times within two and a half hours. So, there you have it. Dwayne Johnson is no hero as Black Adam. And that's, that's the moral of the story. I should just end my, my review here, but I still got a little bit left that I want to talk about. Um, what I didn't enjoy. Let me just start off by saying I am no hero. I did not enjoy that. And another thing about the dialogue in this movie, it felt like it was inaudible in certain spots. I don't know if that was specifically my theater, but there were times when Dr. Fate was speaking that I couldn't understand what he was hearing. If It was literally inaudible. And then other characters felt like they were in ADR, um, audio dialogue, and or extra dialogue that was recorded after the movie. And it felt like it, it just didn't work. It really took me out of the movie in certain spots. Then there was the endless use of slow motion. And it works for Cyclone's powers because of what her powers are. But I don't feel like it was necessary for any of the other, other heroes. Like there was tons of scenes of slow motion with Black Adam. And... It reminded me of the scene with Yondu and his arrow and him killing all the people in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Um, killing all the Ravagers. And I, I thought that scene was great. It was meant for comedic reasons. Um, but I didn't actually know it wasn't Yondu. It was Rocket Raccoon setting up all the traps to kill the Ravagers. But I didn't feel like it didn't feel like that this movie needed something like that. It was it took me out as well. And th that there was just a lot of that in this movie where I just felt like I wasn't watching a really great movie. And I wished it was better. I wish we didn't have as many slow motion scenes because it drew the movie out way too long. And honestly, it probably could have cut out five to ten minutes if they were to not have as many slow motion scenes. And I get it, these heroes are fast. And it's it's fun to see all these heroes in slow motion, and it's great to show off all the CGI fest that they had. But it's not necessary for character development. It's not necessary for fights. It's It was just monotonous. By the end of the movie, I was like, oh great, here's another slow motion scene. But that's my own gripes with that aspect of it. The length of the movie felt like it was just drawn out way too long. But I'll move on. The villain reveal came way too late in the movie. And it felt very generic. And there wasn't any human draw to the villain. And that's really because he literally wanted to be the devil and have the devil's powers. And, like, who wants the powers to be the devil? It, it just was honestly really weird. I didn't feel any connection to him. I understand that he wanted to be the king of, or the ruler of Kondok, but it was just, it didn't work. It really didn't work. It didn't feel like there was any character backstory to this person. And that's really the moral of this movie is, Character development is really important, and when you're just treading the same water, there's no character development. 
And the MacGuffin of his crown and him turning into the kill switch was absolutely dumb. Because when the army of the dead came out and was fighting all of the people, which was superiorly cheesy and made me chuckle because it was just so bad when the little when the boy came around on his skateboard and had all of the people coming with their pipes and their swords it's like where did all this come from and then they start fighting all these demons coming out of the ground it just was so dumb and then when they kill when black adam actually finally kills sabak it's they all die and i will say this and I'm a firm believer of this. It was dumb in The Phantom Menace. It was dumb in Avengers. And it will always be dumb. It is one of the worst ways to end a story as quickly as possible. This movie should have ended 40 minutes before we even got to that point. But we didn't. That's my old thought. That's my thoughts on the the kill switch. It's just ridiculous. And I feel like Black Adam seems like he's going to be a really fun character in the DCU. I am looking forward to his future appearances, whether that's in the Shazam movie sequel or the the final movie of the Shazam movies, or if he gets another movie and he's fighting another big DC hero. I'm winking right now for those that are listening, because you can't see me. There is a really big reveal, and I will talk about it in a minute. What I did joy, enjoy in this movie was the smorgasbord of the Justice Society of America. They were a blast, and I enjoyed the dynamic of how the team played together. I really enjoyed the comedic elements with Adam Smasher. He was really great. And it was just a lot of fun. I, I really like Dr. Fate. I'm sad he's dead now. I wish we got more of him. Honestly, I wish we got a Justice Society movie rather than a Dwayne Johnson. A Dwayne Johnson movie. That just has the title of Black Adam. Anyway, uh, Dr. Fate had really cool powers and it felt awesome to see the character and get some have his character get some love for the big screen and Pierce Brosnan was really great in this I I feel like he just wanted a one-off appearance but I I really hope that the fans and the studio can get him back for at least one or two more movies or shows because they do that too so who knows what we'll get but Black Adam seemed like two different people. That was another thing. Yeah, he felt like two different people from the beginning of the movie up until, like, from the beginning of the movie up until he decided to smash the throne. It was like a switch went off, and he was some somebody completely different. And even in the credits scene, he felt completely different as well when when he was talking to somebody pretty big. Um, yeah, I'll I'll just say my most favorite part of this movie was the end credits or the mid credits scene when Henry Cavill came back as Superman. It's the right choice. I'm hopeful he'll be Superman for a while. And I here's the thing: Man of Steel two is very far away 
and they need to get that movie kick-started as soon as possible, because I don't know how much longer Henry Cavill, 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 I'm never going to be able to get it right. Anyway, I can't wait for him to return as Superman in his own movie and to actually get the sequel that Man of Steel deserves. I think Man of Steel is a little underrated. I don't think it captured the character of Superman, but I think it captured the character of a rookie Superman. And I, I want to see a Superman movie. My final thoughts on this movie. The mid credit scene, along with the JSA, made up for what I would say is a movie that belongs in the year 2007. It lacked intelligence in its screenwriting, which just ran around in circles to get the point across that Black Adam is no hero. The slow motion scenes were cool to show off the CGI fight scenes, but it was a little much at times. The lack of emotional gravitas made me feel like the creators and the writers of this movie felt like they were delivering a movie to an elementary school audience. I felt like they treated us like we were dumb and we couldn't handle a serious movie about an emotional topic, about what is right and what is wrong. Instead, we got a heartless, thoughtless movie that stars Dwayne Johnson playing Dwayne Johnson. My final grade of this movie is a C plus, and the only reason I'm giving it that is just because of everything in this movie besides Dwayne Johnson and Sabak, whoever played him. I I I feel like I want more of the Justice Society. I want more of Superman. I don't want more of Black Adam. I thought that he was a great cast. Fifteen, or I thought he was cast as Black Adam. I felt. Let me rephrase this. I feel like the casting of Black Adam is perfect in the sense that he looks like Black Adam. But I don't think that he gives a performance that's worth being Black Adam. Anyway, I've ranted on and on about this. I, like I said, my final grade is a C plus. I hope you enjoyed this review. Thank you for listening. Let me know what you think of Black Adam. I hope you enjoyed it more than I did. That wraps up our, our podcast for today, but you can follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Letterboxd. And feel free to email us at abcinema.pod at gmail.com. If you have ideas for the podcast, please let us know. We would love to implement them in some way or form. Have a wonderful day, and as always, keep watching movies.